when I hear the sound, yes, it works, you know. Yeah, we're uh, trying to do this very dynamically. So even though we're separating these two things, uh, we're both approaching uh, every problem together and try to brainstorm together. Why don't I introduce robotics at the hackathon and let people join in that are not developers? Uh, so we thought, how about if you make a small dashboard or something that can show you in which spots in the restaurant it's busiest at the moment? Welcome to the Bowl.com TechLab podcast. And again, a different angle for our podcast. Today we talk about hackathons. Actually, there's one uh, going on right now here at Bowl.com. Peter, have you ever participated in a hackathon? Well, tricky question. I'm not a software engineer, so I'm ah, not. Still. Uh, yeah, still, I, I could have done it, I think. But uh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, to be honest, I didn't. So maybe, but but now I'm extra curious uh, to talk with the, the guests uh, today. What the hackathon is about, and uh, what do we learn from it? Those kind of questions. So, time to introduce the guest, uh, Peter Paul. Okay, so uh, we have uh, Carolyn uh, here. She's uh, one of the organizers uh, of the hackathon. Uh, we have Edith uh, over there. Um, yeah, she's there because she's very interested in robotics. Uh, I know also from previous uh, conversations uh, with her. And we have uh, Anastasia and Andras, and they're doing something with heat mapping and restaurants and things like that. So, um, but let's start with you, uh, Carlin. Why do we organize hackathons? Um, because we think that hackathons are a great way to bring engineers together. Uh, outside the context of the work. Mm -hmm. So actually hackathons are really, um, I think, creative sessions for everybody who attends um, because you really have this idea and you really want to hash it out with your colleagues or by yourself. Can be. You can use that time to learn a new technology, um, try it out, play with robotics, play with, <laughs> um, I think you have a breadboard on your desk, uh, you know, and... I really like the buzz that somebody, when I hear the sound, yes, it works, you know, like the frustration, but all, also the gratification of getting something to work all together. I think, uh, I think it's very valuable for the tech community. Okay, cool. So there's, yeah, the creative process, the emotions that, uh, that come with it, the, the bringing together the, the team or the community as of uh, uh, software uh, developers. Um, have you, for example, some uh, initiatives from the past that maybe even made it to our website or into our landscape somewhere? Um, I think um, that, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, real-time sales, like mm -hmm. both before Anachroma, I think that was started during a hackathon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, I think there were some, um, once somebody built a buy button, like you can uh, press it and then you will buy something automatically, kind of. Well, that didn't take, but you know, it's there are interesting ideas to try. Yeah. Uh, and also, I, because we we sh um, uh, gave away NFC uh, stickers yeah, at the DevOps last year, and I think that's basically the self, uh, the same as uh, Amazon Dash, because basically you can just uh, hold your phone against it and buy uh, laundry uh, detergent or uh, uh, whatever you need, right? Yeah, you can program those, and that was actually when we were talking brainstorming about what to. Uh, what to give us swag in the hackathon. We always have t-shirts, of course, but we wanted something cool. So yeah. we thought, okay, NFC stickers, and that they also actually were a hot item at DevOps, I think. Okay, okay. Cool. cool. And the rules of the game this time uh, were that 
people, uh, if they want to join in, they had to come up with ideas uh, before. Is that um, so yeah. they had to sign up. Uh, and during the sign-up process, we asked explicitly, what are you going to work on? Uh, but there were a lot of uh, responses that said, I don't know yet, but they still wanted to participate. Uh, but this time, the difference was you had to sign up to be able to come to the hackathon. Um, and that's because uh, previously we had very little attendance, especially in the last hackathons, we had very little attendance. Uh, and it wasn't justifiable anymore to uh, reserve the restaurant as a whole for the hackathon, especially yeah, yeah. we are growing and, you know, it's very busy yeah. during lunchtime. So this time we want to keep it at the limit. So and this time, how many uh, people uh, joined? Uh, we had 124 signups and 123 people showed up. So that's almost 100%. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, let's let's dive into uh, some of the ideas that showed up, and uh, yeah, they're here in the studio. So, uh, Anastasia, yeah. what uh, what was your idea? Yeah, hi, Peters. Hi, back. <laughs> Great to uh, have you back. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, actually, it is a very nice bridge that Carlin just gave me with the restaurant. Uh, so, in a small team of five people, we were thinking that uh, usually it's still very busy at lunch, even though our restaurant is uh, renewed and expanded, etc. And if you go around 12 o'clock, it's very difficult to find a spot, especially if you're in a little bit of a bigger group. Uh, so we thought, how about if we make a small dashboard or something that can show you in which spots in the restaurant it's busiest at the moment. So uh, first we called it a heat map of the restaurant. Right now we're going under the catchy name of uh, Find Me a Spot. Uh, we are hoping that it will be the hit amongst our <laughs> colleagues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that's in a nutshell what what we're doing. Uh, and we are a group of five people. Cool. So and how are you measuring these things? Of course, I'd like to know more about the content. Dive <laughs> yes. into this subject. I want to know when when it goes live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. No, no. But maybe that doesn't work like that during the hackathon, right? Under promise, over deliver, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we looked at a few things we could do. Uh, we decided that the most uh, feasible would be to use uh, Wi-Fi access points. So right now, all our colleagues could use the Bold.com guest or Mediverker networks. Mm -hmm. So we thought that might be a nice uh, point to start with. Of course, security was not okay with that. So we decided... <laughs> they, want, they didn't to want you to hack these. No, of course. <laughs> it's metadata, right? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Anyway, so, so we decided to do it ourselves and play a little bit with some components uh, that we have. For example, we are using the ESP8266 microchip boards. These boards are just components where you can uh, mimic a Wi-Fi hotspot. Mm -hmm. So two, uh, three people of our team are trying to set them up and uh, try to see what traffic is going on. Uh, we created two fake network names and we are connecting to them to see what sort of Wi-Fi packages are coming in. And the funny thing is we usually think that our cell phones are just receiving data, but they're actually transmitting a lot of data, especially when you're trying to find a Wi-Fi spot. Mm -hmm. So we are using that to see uh, what sort of packages are coming and what's the MAC address of the phone. Mm -hmm. And if you have enough points, at minimum of three, you can triangulate yeah. where approximately the person is. 
So once we uh, do this, we can do a rudimentary map where we point how many points are at the location. Okay. So and how did you do that? You uh, you said you were with a team of five. You you gathered the the the, the team be, yeah. before a hackathon, and now you're dividing tasks. And how does it work? Just like a regular team, or maybe uh, maybe Andras can uh, tell us a little yeah. bit. Uh, yeah. So how we began is uh, we collected a small team. We tried to get. Uh, group of various people so we have a data scientist we have uh, people more experienced with uh, these electronics maybe a bit close to the microphone yeah. and uh, we have software engineers of course and we started by brainstorming how to approach this problem so we didn't even know how to triangulate maybe we can use uh, bluetooth maybe we can use uh, nfc chips but uh, we decided on this one the the wi-fi solution and uh, yeah we're uh, trying to do this very dynamically. So even though we're separated into these two teams, uh, we're both approaching uh, every problem together and try to brainstorm together. Nice. Okay. And and, uh, and uh, the team setting, uh, you, you weren't all in the same team uh, during the, the regular work you do here in Build.com, I think? No, no. So it's, uh, in this sense, it's a bit diverse team. So we're, uh, it's quite a good opportunity to network with all these people. Uh, some I never met before, uh, some I work on the same floor with, and some I met roommates. So it's good to bring together all these people. Yeah. So uh, really interesting to, to uh, see and, and look forward to your end presentation. How does that work? Is, uh, is that planned already? Um, yeah, demos will be planned uh, in about two weeks, and then we're going to send a separate invite for them. And this year, actually, we have really good prizes uh, for the demo yeah. winners, so that extra <laughs> yeah, incentive. Yeah, we're raising the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had some before, but yeah. it's good, uh, <laughs> good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so uh, thank you very much that you're then still taking time to record this podcast, <laughs> given what's at stake. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the, the the other the other subject. Uh, Edith showed up in the in the in the studio uh, holding this Mindstorm uh, robot. Uh, yeah, in cool, her isn't hand. it? And, and she yeah. she just gave a small demonstration. Uh, the robot moved around on the floor and avoiding objects. Can you share, Edith? What uh, yeah. what's the idea behind it? Yeah, the idea behind it is in introduction. Cardellan also mentioned it. We focus mainly on engineers and on software developers. And I think there's a lot more people that would like to do and join a hackathon. Mm -hmm. However, not everybody can program, so that's a, that's a challenge. And um, besides that, I have been teaching robotics at a primary school to children for the past five years. And I really enjoy educating about robotics and, and letting people uh, understand what programming is about and what construction is about. So bringing these two together came up, so I came up with the idea why don't I introduce robotics at the hackathon and let people join in that are not developers, but are coming from the business side and have no programming experience at all. And let's see what happens. And so um, what we did in the beginning is just a very short introduction. I think it was like 30 minutes, just a small introduction into the program and the construction, what you can do with it. And then they started. And within one hour, we had this robot, which I just showed you, uh, we had it running. And what the, the robot can do is it has uh, a sensor, an ultrasonic center, sensor, so it can sense the distance from objects while it's moving. And whenever it's moving too close to an object, it's capable of sensing this, of then stopping the motor and taking a, a little ride back and then turning around and going into a new direction. 
So actually you have an obstacle avoiding robot and you have built it within an hour without any prior uh, programming knowledge. And that's what I really find cool and that's really what I find exciting. So uh, sorry, I would like to have more people <laughs> joining the hackathon. <laughs> so maybe we have an issue there at some point. But it's really interesting to, to introduce people who are not familiar with programming to introduce what you can do with this. And I think that's really important also towards the future that we all understand at least what programming or actually what digital, what it means, what it's about, and to improve your problem-solving skills by doing this kind of robotics. So how many people uh, from... Uh, I have a team of five people. Cool. Uh, at least that's I'm calculating myself because I'm, okay, I'm working yeah. also uh, in this team. So it's five people, four people, uh, uh, the pioneers, I call them. <laughs> uh, I invited them. Um, so we have uh, Saitje. Uh, Saitje has been an information uh, analyst for yeah. quite a while. And um, we have uh, Joanna, Joanna Yodachi, who is also who has been uh, an information analyst and who is now a product owner. Um, we have Splinter, Dijkstra, commercial yeah. developer. And we have Steph van der Veen, who is a UX designer. And they all I have some experience with programming. And maybe they can read. So like Saitje and Joanna probably uh, can uh, read programs, but they are not the programmer as such. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, so. yeah. And what's interesting about this thing and also uh, about the other projects is that it will deliver tangible results. People will see stuff uh, either on the screen or moving and with the robotics, especially within a very short time, they will see a result. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I didn't have a... So when I do this with the kids, I have a program, I have lessons, I have things that they need to learn, and I have an end goal. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have anything for today. Because I thought, well, this is a hackathon, don't prepare, just see what happens. Find cool. out. Yeah. And it's within an hour, they have an idea. And the, the interesting thing is also, once you start playing with this robot, mm -hmm. you have new ideas. So the only issue is a bootstrapping issue, you don't know where to start. So if you ha give somebody something to start on, then the creativity is flowing and they're building all kinds of stuff. So Steph li likes to give the robot more personality. So he, uh, <laughs> he built a, a flag on top of the robot. He's going to spin around the flag whenever he, uh, he hits something or something like that. And they have a robot, which because it was positioned on the table and we were worried if it didn't fall off. So it has the same a pre the, the distance measurement but then it's looking if it's seeing a gap yeah. so then the end of the table is nearing then he will stop the robot and turn around so everybody has its own ideas interpretation already. ideas and Splinter has bought uh, has uh, built a, um, a shooting mechanism now so uh, <laughs> of course <laughs> boys want to shoot so that's also interesting so he is building that uh, but he's not thinking of the robot yet. So uh, at some point we will integrate it again. And then you have all kinds of new questions again. So that's, and that's, I think that's building. Building is like little pieces, bringing them together and seeing what happens. And then every time I also say, start with a crappy prototype and test it. So every time they test this crappy prototype and if it's working, they're building on top of it. So, uh, yeah, that's, I, I really yeah. enjoy also the way of working to introduce it and also to introduce it to the business people. And mm -hmm. I think engineers are familiar to this way of working, yeah. but the business people might be less familiar. So, so there's also work. like a side effect that they understand the way of 
crafting software or crafting technology in general more and uh, uh, enhancing so the collaboration between uh, let's say the two types of people yeah, uh, exactly i think it, it can support the agile mindset because so. it's 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 all about building something small testing it and then building on top of it yeah. and not start with a big robot building it and then discovering that you missed one piece and then it's not working and you just spend like eight hours on building this. I think that's that's the same with uh, software development. Yeah. And now you can really, you can go through iterations for a few minutes and, and then test it and then see if it's working and then change it. Yeah. Hey, and t talking about this agile uh, mindset and agile approach, uh, but the, the question goes for both groups, I, I think. What do you see in the group? Because you come up with a lot of ideas and you have way too less time in, in one day. I, I, what do you see in the group? Uh, who's taking the lead? Uh, how do you organize? How do you support it? Anastasia is laughing a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I so leave this one to Andras. <laughs> <laughs> so well, there you go. <laughs> as I mentioned a bit earlier, I think it's uh, it's very fluid, very flexible. So it's not one leader and the rest following the lead, but uh, everyone's jumping on the problem and trying to solve it together. So everyone who has a lead, has a good idea, can uh, grab the the flag and walk along with it a bit and then uh, when they're stuck the next one is uh, coming from a different perspective and carry on the work so I think it's a it's a very good method for uh, approaching these kind of problems and uh, so far it's been uh, quite successful okay. yeah and of course we start small for example if you think restaurant then we first start with okay let's imagine the restaurant is a square of three by three meters and we have only one phone for example can we solve this and then slowly, for example, we add a second phone, we increase the restaurant. So indeed, step by step, we come to the real solution. But in the beginning, everybody is, okay, do I see my phone, for example, in the scanner? What is the MAC address? How far is it? So first we did the, do the small steps. We try to connect them. So can you give me the data so I can plot it? And then we build on top of it to come to the, I don't know, more realistic picture for us. If I may add, because it was also really nice, Saiche and Joanna, they wanted to make a, an arm that can grab a, a cup, a coffee yeah. cup. And we saw two of them, two solutions in a book, because I have an idea book where you can just browse through to get some ideas. And there were two of them. And so then first you go into this discussion. No, my idea. No, my mm -hmm. idea. No, they didn't have this discussion, but you could run into that discussion. And we said, why don't we just build them quickly, both of them, and see the difference, and then choose which one is better. Or maybe we even discover that from one of them, we like this aspect, and the other one, we like this aspect, and then combine them. So also, I think agile working is, is also yeah, starting small, but then also doing things in parallel. So trying uh, different things, different angles, and then bringing them together to the best solution ever after testing it. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Sandra, you. You have the best result uh, in the end. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, Carlin, what, what do you have to do to su support these uh, teams during the day? Uh, or is it just walking around and enjoy the vibe? Um, actually, in the morning, uh, we had, okay, handing people uh, their T-shirts, uh, their NFC stickers, make sure that they sit in the right place. But I also have my own project, so I'm also working on that uh, on the side. Um, and... We did a lot of preparations before the hackathon, for example, the timing of the posts, how are we going to create a buzz, 
what do we have to uh, do with facilities with uh, uh, with Kaa and everybody was really helpful so that's really really nice um, but most of the preparation for the hackathon is before the hackathon and on the day actually I think it's quite relaxed go with the flow yeah so uh, you're doing a project as well yeah so yeah so um yeah, that's what uh, what we heard from uh, other editions that there was a competition going around. So that's the same. Uh, so you're participating as well in that competition. Or not? Uh, you mean a demo? Uh, yeah. Demo. Uh, yeah. I mean, prize. if I have something demoable at the end of the hackathon, I can participate. Uh, but I don't know if it would be honest if I get the prize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, so and, uh, what are you working on then? I'm curious. Oh, um, I'm actually doing something. So I didn't have time to prepare the group and stuff you know because i was doing all the other stuff but i uh, want to make a like a promotions uh, dashboard for people to just very easily see all the properties of uh, of a promotion a product in a promotion it's offers conditions everything um but i also took this opportunity to learn a little bit of front-end uh, programming so also okay. i'm also cool. doing that yeah cool so for you it's more related to what you do every day right because you're in one of the promotions teams um, am i correct yeah, uh, but it is not per se uh, work uh, that I, what I'm doing. Uh, I think uh, that in the hackathon, actually, we have uh, the opportunity to tackle everyday annoyances sometimes. Yeah. You know, some yeah, people yeah. use it yeah, uh, if you like have an that. Issue, we have yeah, have to solve it now, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, this is kind of uh, what I would like to do. And this is very accessible for me because I know the APIs. So, I thought, yeah. why not? Good yeah. idea. Anastasia, you're raising your <laughs> finger. Yeah, I have a question actually for Cardinal. So, uh, <laughs> how are we grading the the uh, projects? What are the criteria ah. you will be looking at? Interesting <laughs> question. <laughs> you will win, no? <laughs> 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 because of this question. <laughs> because of this question. Uh, no, actually, yeah. the idea is uh, to put together a jury, uh, and then they will be like, oh, "Okay, this sounded cool," and uh, this actually kind of became something and uh, uh, but this is the first time that it is actually like a ranking uh, so you know yeah. we'll see yeah, but we have we had jurors before with uh yeah, with these it, demos uh, uh, that's true but like it was like if you had a complete project and you had like the coolest project or the yeah exactly. i don't know like some feature of the project was best and then you got a helicopter uh, but you know uh, it's different this time okay cool and uh, sometimes you see uh, uh, that that uh, organizations uh, do a hackathon and they open it up for the for the tech community or for uh, so people from Bold.com join in in other hackathons as well. Do we do that as well, or is that uh, not that far yet? Uh, no, we don't uh, because um, first of all, we are trying to revive the hackathon uh, with this edition, uh, and if we can revive it sufficiently, uh, then maybe we can go that route. Um, but our hackathons are also from 8 to 5, for example. Uh, traditionally, um, in companies, hackathons are 24 hours or 48 hours. Some companies have one-week hackathons, like really one week people are working on uh, a project uh, or they are sleeping or not sleeping uh, in the same uh, building, like it's really uh, suffering together. Um, we don't have the setup um, and opening it up, of course, uh, brings other complexities so we will see uh with this edition how it goes and then okay so we do a retro and then we find <laughs> out if, uh, exactly okay. we will evaluate very good. Yeah. yeah so yeah i think that we um 
should go to the takeaways and see what. Uh, what so, uh, yeah, Edith, what's your most important takeaway? Why? What was the fun part? Why is this important for you? What did you learn? Ha! Uh, I'm learning loads of stuff. Um, I'm learning that it's quite easy without prior knowledge to do something with programming. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, that's a big learning point. And I also see that uh, it's a lot of fun. So uh, I think that's, that's basically because you're using a robot and you can immediately see what is happening. Um, that everybody is so eager to learn more mm -hmm. and to continue. Yeah. And the creativity is like instantly um, starting. Yeah. I think that's 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 cool. I think so, yeah, creativity is also creativity, fun, and the fastness of, uh, of doing something is, uh, is really nice at the Hackathon. Cool. And then robotics with the Hackathon. And yeah. of course, robotics are fun for themselves, right? Really fun <laughs> and cute. <laughs> of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. And yeah. For you, Andras. Uh, well, I really enjoyed that I, I get to work with something I don't get to with my day-to-day -day work. So playing around with microcontrollers, uh, cables, breadboards is something I don't have a lot of chance to do. So yeah. it's, uh, it's an interesting new challenge. And uh, I feel like it really brings back this uh, joy of coding, solving problems creatively. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a great time. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, thanks. And Anastasia, for you. Uh, yeah, for me, it's interesting to see all the different opinions, given that we are three different roles into one yeah. team. So yeah. uh, SRT, software engineers and, and uh, data scientists. So, for example, I would see, oh, I know where I am standing now. And then the data scientist guy is like, oh, but you think you're standing there. <laughs> and then there <laughs> is the margin of error, you know, <laughs> let's let's calculate that. So it's it's always funny to see what you're learning and you're like, how do you mean I'm not standing there, etc. <laughs> so it's it's fun and it's it's really diverse. Carlin, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, for me, I think uh, nobody shows up at a hackathon if they don't have intentions to build something, to make something, and I think that brings really extraordinary energy uh, to that space. Um, I think that um, for our community, we have a lot of engineers now. We're going. Um, IT department, for our community, hackathons, coming together, really work, preparing beforehand, really working on ideas, thinking outside of the box. This inspires people, and I can already hear the buzz in the restaurant that people getting excited about what they're working on. So this, is, uh, this inspires me and uh, gives me a lot of energy. Okay. Yeah, well, well thanks, uh, Carla, Edith, uh, Andras, and Anastasia for sharing your stories. Uh, yeah, at the start, Peter uh, Paul asked me, uh, did you ever join? And I said, no. And now I feel quite uh, sad about <laughs> it because uh, this, this creativity, energy, uh, learning, fun. Uh, I'm really glad that Edith is now saying, okay, I have something for not software engineers. So maybe <laughs> I hope... Uh, you can join me. Next time, <laughs> next time please uh, let, let me know and uh, I will uh, free up the time because I really hear it, it's worth it. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for your story. And, and to add to that, but I think that that uh, for us as, as podcast hosts, that for us it's a, a, a privilege and opportunity to every time hear enthusiastic uh, stories of what people are doing all around uh, our company. And with the hackathon, it's like a, a condensed version of that, that they're, that, that, that they're bringing up all these creative ideas, learning so such a lot, uh, having all these perspectives uh, on it. And I really, I really like to see uh, that. And, uh, so thank you. Uh, for sharing that.
And thanks, uh, thanks for listening uh, to this episode. If you like this episode, check some of the others and subscribe to our feed. Go to Spotify or iTunes, search for TechLab and subscribe. Hope to meet you in our next episode. Have fun. <laughs>